Welcome to this episode of the Holy Hour. I'm Gavin, and I am joined by my good friend Craig here, who I've finally Hello. been able to track you down and do this. We've been talking about it for a few weeks now, and uh, and busy schedules, man. We're just busy people. We have and, children. Uh, children everywhere. Yes, I guess this is a good time to throw in the disclaimer. If you hear a lamb before time or children screaming in the background, um, they're here. So uh, it, could, it could get rowdy real quick. It's so totally normal. We're used to it. Yeah. <laughs> Any screaming is, is, is just normal. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for making the time here and um, appreciate it. Yeah, thanks it's, for the invite. Uh, um, you got a good talking voice. I felt like from the get go, the whole idea of wanting to do podcasts and such would be like friends I know that have good talking voices. And I was like, well, the cure angle might not be the best for you, but at the same time, it's like, we should get Craig and just do any podcast. Have you ever? had a, a imaginary podcast that you would like to host do you think or um <laughs> what I, would be I, your ideal podcast i guess is uh, my first question i don't, I don't have really deep knowledge about much of anything but <laughs> it would be cool to have a podcast that reflected that so maybe like a podcast that just touched on about a thousand subjects but only about an inch deep yeah. like a like a basketball more than an onion. That's like so not most layers. Yes. Not layers. Just like one layer and just a lot of vapid yeah, nothing in the middle. Just like random. Yes. Like, like have like an Encyclopedia Britannica and you could just like flip just through like, yes. random pages and discuss. Yeah. It's a good idea. I thought um, when I was trying to think of good ones to come up with that you should be your ideal podcast. I jotted a feet down. What about um, rapping about Rappaport? We could do like a oh my god Michael Rappaport podcast. How has Michael Rappaport <laughs> not been on this podcast? Because he clearly has nothing else to do. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna have to talk and to his people. Maybe he's also clearly a good guy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but I don't. I don't know if it's his, really his his type of music. It's like shit. I do it, man. I love the kid. I've never heard those kind of suckers, but I do it. <laughs> they seem cool, man. So yeah, he wants yeah. me to do something. <laughs> So that would be a good one. Um, Star Wars is a little overplayed, even though we're, we're both pretty big Star Wars nerds. But I think there's probably, that's probably covered. I suspect there's one or two Star Wars <laughs> podcasts probably, out there. Uh, uh, matched only by the number of Doctor Who podcasts. Yeah, there's yeah. probably quite a bit of those too. And um, you play a good game of calling your parents and asking them what's for dinner. That's true. That oh could be God, a pretty good that podcast. That would be a good one. It? Yeah, it's never what you think it is. Nah. It's like how like Rick D's in the weekly top forty does not actually look like anybody thinks it like the picture in your head is not what it is. People be like, ah. And they're like, Oh, that's it? Maybe it'd be like week after week of anticlimactic. Like a, podcast a Rick D's <laughs> looks like somebody bleached Jabba the Hut and put him into a leather jacket. It's like true. It's, it's horrible. It's disgusting. <laughs> yeah. But we're both very good looking. Yeah, so we don't have that problem. We don't have that problem. We, we match every dream. <laughs> totally. Yeah. So the angle I did choose that I thought we could approach, aside from Cureness, which, mm -hmm. you know, I think you, you've, we've listened to Cure back when we worked together a little bit on random Pandora right. shuffles and a few, few Cureness, but you probably wouldn't say you're a huge Cure no, fan. No, no, no. I would never that, pretend so. to be an aficionado. Right. Well, me neither, technically, but I'm a huge <laughs> fan. I won't say I'm a fan, but... but uh, So I took the art angle, and I thought that we could... Because you are an amazing artist, for those that don't know out there. Craig is very talented and has very um, unique and cool style of art, I think. I have so, arted. He's done some art, and there's yeah, a and the here is an art band, don't you think? They, they are, yeah. <laughs> They'd fall Absolutely. into the art category. So I started thinking of cool avenues to explore the Cure's art with conversation involving mm -hmm. my good friend here, Craig. So um, in that idea is if there's any Cure fans out there that remember, I believe they came out around the '90s, but we've obtained two very exclusive copies of cure comic books and uh i also venture to say that craig here is a 
A bit of a comic guy, right? Yeah, like a little some, bit of yeah. I enjoy a comic book, maybe uh, uh, quite a bit. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So we we have two Cure comics here. This, this is the we're... sound of a of a poly bag uh, <laughs> and an acid free backer board. Yeah. Right there. Which shows that they're collectors' items. Yes. <laughs> yes. Ultra ultra collectible and as, well taken care of. And as you can see from the price tag, I had them as a kid, <laughs> but then you know. Didn't really hold on to them. They disappeared somewhere along the line and re rebought them when I worked at a bookstore here in Asheville recently, a used bookstore, and I was able to get it for two dollars and forty cents, which I think which I mean the cover price the was two dollars and fifty cents. Wow. So yeah, of the on the one. <laughs> that that the says other a one, lot about the bookstore I worked at. Like, uh, how much should we charge? Them? <laughs> <laughs> Both were two dollars and fifty cents originally. Three dollars twenty five cents Canadian. So, yeah. So there you go. A the lot of Canadian comic down. fans. Are they both Canadian, Dino? Uh, hmm. Hard to say. Probably. Yeah, there's really hard to say. <laughs> the one really has just astoundingly, like, simultaneously enormous amounts of information in it while actually not having any information yeah. in it. Like, there'll just be a page that's like a huge pinup drawing of <laughs> Robert Smith. Yeah. Like or this, this this guy with the Jerry curl. Yeah, Lowell. Lowell, yeah. <laughs> he's uh he's got a lot of he's real for that hair dude. He's that totally a, surly. Yeah, he's a, he's the uh, he's the know, so many ways to describe Lowell. I guess I guess if we want to dive right in, we'll go. We'll start with that one maybe that you're yeah. looking at. This yeah. is uh called comic music comics. Number four uh, from <laughs> As the, issue four, I guess it's just called Music Comics, a, maybe from the internationally well-known Personality Comics presents. Yeah, Personality Comics. So, uh, um, and that's actually Personality Comics is the actual name of the publisher, cool. and uh, it says the unauthorized biographical magazine. Yeah, not authorized. Definitely the weaker of the two. So I felt like this one was. Um, and we'll try to do it justice. I know describing comic books without actually seeing the images is tough, but um, yeah, it's and it's that one is split, so it's not all cure. Right, it's, um, it should be. Yeah, I mean, come on, because it, <laughs> it moves on to Pearl Jam. Yeah, it's split. What Pearl Jam and Nirvana? Yeah, right? we hit Pearl Jam and uh, talk about them for a bit. And the back cover. What's on the back cover? Oh, uh, the back cover tells. <laughs> <laughs> Tells us that coming soon is the expose comic of En Vogue. And if you don't remember, I think. Coming soon. I think that, yeah, there's a, this there's is a joke there that we could. <laughs> but, I, um, I, I think that they. Never gonna get it, never yeah. gonna get it. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, and that was pretty much it. Woo, 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 woo. Yeah, they had some, some hits. They're all over MTV for a while. That is Nirvana. Man. Artwork, I feel like, is particularly bad it really in this is, one. It's like weirdly That's lumpy. what I wanted to get your opinion on, being our expert artist on the panel here. <laughs> How the, do you feel? that, that the, the art in here, somehow I've got my foot Yeah, so there's a lot of wires cord. down there. everything. So, yeah, it's just because I'm awesome. Sorry. Um, it's like someone did, like, pretty good but not great pencil drawings because yeah. they're all they're all just sort of like portraits of band members for the yeah, most part. Yeah, that's what I thought was weird. Probably done from like looking at at uh, photographs. Yeah. There's just like a random question mark <laughs> right here in this one like and like, it's it's when not they like drew a lapel it, pin. <laughs> I think it's cuz they don't know who he was. So they're <laughs> like, like who's this the fucking this guy? Asshole? Well, I'll uh, color this one in later, but um... but uh yeah, it's and and I think then they just like ran it through really early Photoshop or something and put a few filters on yeah. it, which is why it looks kind of like lumpish. Yeah. And it looks like it was computer colored. Hmm. So I mean, you not know, inked properly. Like yeah, that. yeah. It wasn't even it wasn't, the paper. It's not like normal comic book paper, right? No, nah, kind of like nah. more like. A... This is like early on when when they they started using comics or uh, computers in comic production. And they didn't really know what they're doing. They're like, "Well, throw some effects on it, and you know, we can just run some filters over it. It'll, it's good. It's huh. good." So yeah, yeah wow. It, yeah, it, that Kurt Cobain's pretty brutal. It's <laughs> awful. Yeah, it really is. That's terrible. It's like Spicoli or something. I don't know. Dave. Yeah. This looks like a tool bag yeah. in this drawing. Yeah. Toothy Dave. Man. And like, I think like the word like comics is a sequential art, right? So mm. you know, like this comic is not a comic. Mm -mm. It's just, 
it says music comics on it, but then you open it up and it's sort of a splash page, which all comics would have, um, of, uh, Robert and uh, who's that supposed to be? <laughs> well, we'll, a... we'll say Steve. Maybe. It looks kind of like Michael, the original bass player, but it would so out of context and it, it, based on Robert's hair length. Also, also weirdly, <laughs> it appears that whoever the second person in the in the illustration is is holding like a fun noodle. Yeah, from like the pool up under his neck. Yeah, he's just like weirdly like it could be like a stuffed octopus tentacle. Yeah. It's hard to tell what it is. I don't know uh, what they're going for with that. So you have a splash page, and then you go directly into. Just sort of a print the meat art. of it, yeah. yeah, like a print article, which in the '40s was not unusual in comics. There would be oh, really? uh, comics would have like a much higher page count, sure. and um, there'd be like, it'd be just kind of like dry. There like, would be like a story. Well, there'd be like a there would be like a, a sequential art story. So Captain America punches Hitler in the face, right. and then they'd have some pages to fill. So there'd be like a couple of pinup drawings of Captain America punching Hitler in the face again, and then there'd be like. A tech story, and it would be just. Hey, can I have a beer? Yeah, here, I opened <laughs> one of yours, but I didn't want it. Oh, do you hate so it? I, it didn't go well with what I was drinking. That's a, what. You were <laughs> drinking the beer. That's the weird, <laughs> the worst excuse ever. That's okay. Sorry. Sorry, you hate it. Um, the kids are doing great. Are they really? Awesome. Sorry, Gavin. No problem. Um, and then there would be like a tech story, so it would just be like a written story that uh, you know, like. Then Captain America punched Hitler in the face. Yeah. And so they would just... Just get a roll. And then it would go on to another story. And huh. there would be like another tech story. So like early comics did have tech stories in them, but they've always had some kind of sequential art. And there yeah. is literally none, none at all. Yeah, that's why like my main note was just... It's a, basically a Wikipedia yes. on the cure with portrait poorly drawn right. portraits. Which is probably why and personality comics didn't never make it took to off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I think after this they probably didn't last much longer. But and it's weird too because the uh, the parts, the way it's split up on the the storyline of the Cure's history or whatever, the people that they pick to put next to the section aren't even like in the band in at ball. that time. So no. they didn't even like try They're to. Just like, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's it was good. like. Uh, just like various no relation like Lowell he was like out of the band by the time they're talking about like Wish and they've got his picture like right next to the Wish section and Andy the drummer's like back in 17 seconds like way before his time and so it's just kind of like fan dude? I think that's supposed to be Lowell too you oh know? really yeah man yeah, I mean, some of them were so bad. He's you can't like even real tell. surly in every picture. <laughs> yeah, that says a lot. He he's was like, the, ah. he's a co-founder. Was with the band all the way up, and then he switched to keyboards. He was the drummer. I do just remember to give that. You the quick yeah. low rundown, and then um, they switched him. He kind of just started fading out. Became huge drunk, like big problem in the band, and then uh, eventually left around disintegration, or, or they got kicked him out and sued the band for royalties and got real nasty and then he got cleaned up and and apparently they're cool again on you know personal Just, level but he'll never probably be back in the band uh, and he's putting out a biography that we've mentioned a few times on the show when everyone's anticipating so he's kind of the tragic figure of the kid man and he was kind of like the ringo punching bag too like clown yeah so everyone's kind of picking on him he's drumming was always kind of good but simple you know where everyone just kind of makes fun of keyboard playing was a lot of like one finger action he's definitely the tra tragic figure you know I, I got a soft spot for him but at the same time and his hair never helped <laughs> it's like, it like it's tough to be in the care and not have like cool hair you know so, but um yeah there's just a couple of funny parts where it was just like at one point, you could tell like they're writing, um, and they're talking about disintegration, and they're like a modest hit. Like whoever wrote it was like their biggest selling album. <laughs> like, you know, you know it's like, it just did it suck. Yeah, no. it's just like they start to kind of just pick and choose their moments to, to expose that they don't really know what the fuck they're talking about when they wrote it. But um, yeah, so I'll look. And then I thought the back slip of it was really funny. Just the other comics you could order. I was from... just looking. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Some good ones on there. That was a 
Bo Jackson versus Michael Jordan. <laughs> like, I'm not really sure what they're battling or what. Oh, it's right here. Bo Jackson versus Michael Jordan, number one, the first celebrity issue. Nice. I kind of want that. It was an instant sellout, and in 91, you could buy a reprint of it for $10. Damn. No, I don't want it that bad. And, and $91. I think it's more like $2.40. And, and speaking of Ringo, they had a Ringo star. Uh. And uh, there yeah. are multiple issues of Kiss. Yeah, <laughs> no shortage there. But, no, but uh, yeah, we brought that up when we started talking. Kind of your initial reaction. I let you take them home and read them. <laughs> and, like the first thing you said was, "Why, really?" And yeah. I think it was just kind of like that idea of like, "Why do they even make these?" I wonder because it's like there's there's like a weird compulsion. <laughs> also, this comic is not standard comic size, which bothers me. Uh-huh. It's like a quarter inch shorter than a uh-huh. normal comic. Um, I just noticed that. Hmm. Um, there's like a weird compulsion in comics to somehow display or feature music, mm-hmm. and like it's not it's not an audible yeah. thing. Like so, yeah. yeah. Like, Even talking about it right now, it's a little tough. Of yeah, like, like it's know, hard to explain. Just... Like, but it's a very con- like like it's it's hard. You it's very difficult. Like, of course, it's a Wikipedia <laughs> sort of rendition of because there's no way. If you want to understand the cure, you would just listen to the cure, right. and at whatever level you connected or didn't, that would be your understanding <laughs> right. of the cure, right? Like you don't need crappy pictures of them. Yeah, um, and but, it seems kind of lose lose because like you're either gonna be like already a huge Cure fan and buy that just because you're a Cure fan, and right. then be kind of disappointed because like, ah. it doesn't really match up and it's just shit you already know, or like nobody's gonna like buy that comic read it they're like that's awesome i'm gonna check this band out like it's i wonder bizarre. if like the like, idea was that they thought people would like get into their music by reading a, a comic yeah like them. did anybody was anybody ever at the comic book store and they're like oh superman you know 205 and <laughs> oh you know west coast avengers 12 oh cure comic book <laughs> totally. like, that never happens like i've always <laughs> wanted to check that band out but I, <laughs> yeah. instead i'll just read this comic about them you know it's like yeah, I don't know what the the idea. It had to just been like, just kind of I just out think of it's love like and like let's just put them. It'd be fun to draw some there's like pictures. A, 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 like, the, I think like at it, its most stereotypical, it's that like you've got like guys who have never listened to the Cure or the Rock and Rolls or whatever <laughs> the kids are into, trying to appeal to uh, you know twelve, thirteen, fifteen, sixteen, whatever year olds. And they're like, oh, you know what the kids like? This band, The Cure. Yeah. Let's let's do a Cure thing. Yeah. And like, or you know what they like? They like the rock and rolls. <laughs> right. Right. And, and I guess you know, as far as yeah, things that sell well, comic wise, you know, they're all like bands, big name bands. And even by the time the Cure ones came out, it was right when they're starting to break through to the mainstream and stuff. So, I guess yeah, on some level, the comic book idea of like well these will sell yeah know, people are buying their albums you know i guess and maybe that is the point i ended up buying it i'm just like <laughs> yeah. a fan so i'd buy sure. any piece of crap with the cure on it sure you know so maybe they're maybe they're smarter than we think i don't know but i don't know let's move on to the next one let's do rock and roll comics you got that one over i do there? rock and roll comics i think this is a little more of the real deal here i think these guys probably last at least two to three more months than the yeah. other one before the, the industry cr- crumbled it is the cure issue of rock and roll comics uh brought to you by Ref- revolutionary comics uh issue 30 it was also two dollars and fifty cents and it says unauthorized and proud of and it proud of it we don't care. Up your ass, Cure. No, We're gonna make some money. And it actually has like a really sweet kind of like this one. It actually yeah. is a comic book story. This one I thought was much better, even though like my initial reaction is like, oh god, what are they trying to do? <laughs> you know, because like, they take it like a storyline, and it's all yes. like comics with like dialogue bubbles and little, you know, narrator going on, and and the art's better for sure. But I mean, definitely some fun. But I mean, they took like this whole imaginary. <laughs> I guess the quick synopsis is that they, it's Robert Smith on the, they're flying and he hates flying, which is true. And, and, uh, a Nancy Reagan book falls when they hit some turbulence, hits, him on, hits yeah. him on the head and he basically dies, I guess. And the grim reaper comes 
and the Grim Reapers are wearing like a Bart Simpson mask that totally dated. That actually happens, <laughs> and yeah. Like, and like he's like, I'm coming for you, Robert. And he's like, oh no, I don't think it's my time yet. And then their segue into doing like a history of the cure is that they do like a Scrooge kind of thing or It's a Wonderful Life where the, the Grim Reaper then like walks him through the life flashing before his eyes and they do the history of the cure that mm-hmm. way. So he's like a ghost watching his own life. He's like, oh. This is me back in my childhood. <laughs> my, I first met Lowell for the <laughs> first time. when I got time. my guitar. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's a little clever, a little stupid, <laughs> a little clever. It, yeah, it has like this a very weird sort of Grim Reaper framing device uh, and then just sort of shoots directly into um, the autobiography, the unauthorized yeah. autobiography of the Cure. And even though they're proud to be un- unauthorized there... Um, like actually fact wise they throw in a lot of little nuggets that are actually pretty accurate it's really? yeah like way better than the other one like even though some of it was even kind of stupid and sappy and i was like did that pop up somewhere else and i kind of did a quick background check on some, some fact checking and i was like yeah i guess so but i think there's definitely some some of the myths and stuff thrown in there like one of my personal favorites is they address the uh our Billy Idol boot pissing incident. Yes, that they do. apparently really happened. They're in some level of cure myth anyway. And um, for for all of those that don't know, I believe it's Lowell is at the urinal backstage at some show and and uh, pisses on Billy Idol's boot. And there's a great shot of Billy Idol with like the lightning bolts behind him, and he says, "Oi, watch <laughs> that thing." You bastard! <laughs> you bastard! You I, pissed on me. I think I just went sort of Australian. <laughs> yeah. You pissed on me, boot. So, yeah. so that was it. That this was is back in Billy Idol's Generation X days. This is yeah. Before he got pissed on before. Okay, yeah. Way before he was actually, Moni Moni. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thank goodness. Maybe that inspired him to, to go solo. I'm pretty. Yeah. He's that like, was oh the, god. The night that changed it all. But, uh, <laughs> and he still has it's 2016 mm-hmm. um, just for future reference and in this picture in the comic book that was drawn in 91 as well <laughs> still has the same haircut that he has yeah he's, he's, not, he's not progressed if it ain't fixed at, don't break it <laughs> don't break the hair <laughs> if it ain't broke don't fix it yeah, it, it, why mess with a for, winning formula? It's like it's my thing. People, I'm like Rod Stewart. <laughs> I'm tied into this thing now. Yeah, and the the other funny thing I thought with that one as they go through the timeline, it's and it totally makes sense that they just hired whatever artist to to they don't give a shit about the cure probably or anything. But it's funny like being a nerd and based on some other like bio books and stuff. The the photos that they drew the pictures on are very like time specific you could tell uh-huh. but they're like totally out of context so they'd be like <laughs> like there's a part where they're playing the un- mtv unplugged at the end and but they just have like pictures from the top which was like you know five years earlier or something i mean just visually you know <laughs> you can find you can knows. kind of do the whole like cure timeline based on robert smith's hairdos you know like the different varying lengths and such and uh yeah, they're all over the map where things are like, you could see the picture that it's taken from. A lot of those are from like that visual documentary book and stuff. Uh, but so it's just kind of fun, cure nerd. When you look at it, like you could see which photo they took it from pretty, you know, obviously. But at the same time, it's way out of fucking context of what they're talking about or which a, time frame. So. A testament to, to just how important sort of the look for the cure was at any given time. I think not once but twice in the 30 pages of this comic book, 32 pages, uh-huh. it, it features story-wise like him cutting his hair. Yeah. Like it's very important that people know. <laughs> right, the hair's a big deal. I got to so. cut my hair. <laughs> He's maybe another change is what I need, like another buzz cut. Yeah. <laughs> So did you make it through, or did you have to kind of just skim it? Being, oh, I read being, the whole entire did you, thing. Yeah, yeah. Actually and I actually and... learned some stuff about the cure. So, ah, so yeah. everyone wins. Everybody wins, <laughs> yes. That's funny. Awesome. Cool. Um, man, I don't know if there's much more to say about these comics there. I wonder how hard they are. I did look them up on like Amazon and stuff. I think you could get them for like five bucks at the most or that, something. Yeah, you know, not bad. It seemed about that's, on... that's double the cover price. Yeah, so. so and that's probably with shipping or something. But 
So they're out there. If you're curious, we'll post some pictures of them. I think we probably won't get sued if I post a few of the I, pictures. I would not on. think. <laughs> I yeah, think. I, I think that Scott Jackson, who did the cover yeah, of we'll Rock Roll Comics, now, so. and um, oh wait, here it is: uh, Keith Quinn and Garrett Burner, who oh. illustrated music comics. I think that they could use the pub. That so. was probably more publicity than they've gotten in yes. the last. <laughs> Go out and buy Scott Jackson's comics and um, hey. Keith Quinn and Garrett Burner. If because I had my excellent. research together, I'd look them up to see if maybe. I did look they, them up. Oh, did you? Did they? Never nothing? done anything else that I could find. But, I mean, you know, they may not be an American comic, so it could just be that they did not, yeah. you know. True. Maybe do any justice here in the states comics. they didn't. Yeah, they never did any Captain America. <laughs> yeah, the crazy Canuck or whatever. Did we forget? Was that Canadian that one? Or yes. Is that, yeah. Yes, I believe so. Uh, yeah, there's probably some some Canadian Captain Cana- Canada. Yeah, Canadian Captain Canada. Hey, we're Canadians, guys. <laughs> I wonder if there's like a foreign version of Captain America. Do they? I, in Marvel Comics, there is. Yeah? He's called Guardian, yeah. Ah, shit. He wears a suit with a maple leaf on it. Ah. And he can fly But is around. he, like, just uh, for everybody, or is it, like, something where it's regional, or, like... Oh, he's for everybody. Yeah, he's in, he, he was in a comic called Alpha Flight. Okay. That came out in the er, mid-80s, maybe. Hmm. Mid-80s has been on and off again. Uh, sort of tied to... Uh, x-men comics cool for a while there yeah right. nobody nobody wants to know that they do but they do. it's true he got blown up in his third issue or fourth issue they killed him off yeah but he came back oh. everybody comes back yeah it's that's fine. <laughs> well as your level with the cure i am on comics I, I don't really know anything other than the obvious like marvel ones so mm-hmm. um I don't, I don't know when did you start getting into comics as a kid, uh did you? the well I read some Iron Man comic books. Uh, was he the the gateway guy? Was he the not first really one? actually yeah. like the first comics I actually remember reading were reading were some Iron Man comics during the sort of uh, the uh, Tony Stark is an alcoholic phase, uh. and for some reason those are lodged in there. And I can remember reading a bunch of old war comics like Sergeant Rock and stuff that yeah. my dad and his brothers had that were in my grandma's house, and she did the stereotypical, threw them all away. Ah. Uh, so they had a ton of old comics uh, that just got trashed. Mm. Um, but yeah, I don't I wonder if that was like a re- those, those. Those, Was it because those older than the Sergeant Rock and all those? Or what was the, the other one? Or the World War? Was War, it World, yeah, Weird War. Weird War, and Weird all those, War was uh, one that we, they had a bunch of. my oldest brother, I think, had a bunch of those, and they're always just so beat the hell, but we, we held on to Sergeant Rock and that, and... Um, what was the other one? I think he said one of the other, the world, something more ones. Mm. Other one. The Haunted Tank. There's a lot of yeah, Haunted yeah. Tank from DC. DC had a lot of good war comic books yeah. in the 60s and 70s. And there was just a bunch of those from when my dad and his brothers were kids. And we read <laughs> a bunch of those, but I don't have specific memories of those. Huh. The first comics I specifically remember reading were some Iron Man comic books. But the comic book that got me into comic books was West Coast Avengers number thirteen. Wow, specific. I can specifically remember like looking at the, the the cover of the issue and just thinking this is the coolest yeah. thing ever. And it's you know, look at it now; it's ridiculous. It's got uh, <laughs> this character called Wonder Man, like for sort of front and center. He's being like crushed to the ground by the bad guy, and he just looks like he's trying to pass a grapefruit. I mean, Girl. he's like. <laughs> Huh. Yeah, yeah you, it's ridiculous. Did you have to rebuy it, or do you still have your original? I had to rebuy it. Yeah, yeah. Huh. yeah so that's cool. Yeah, it's a specific one. But so it, it was the yeah. I always wondered too. I was always big on like the pictures and stuff, probably just because I was kind of a dumb kid. It was like a dumb <laughs> adult. But yeah, I always just loved the art, you know. But yeah. didn't really care to like. I'd start reading the stories and just get kind of bored halfway through it and be like, yeah. But even like you know the Fantastic Four ones, and that was probably the one I got into initially. Was Fantastic Four. Yeah. Just because like my brother kind of claimed X Men and our other friend Jeff Butler, good old Jeff, good old Jeff, <laughs> and uh, he was into Iron Man and um, yeah, so somehow I latched on to Fantastic Four, which is like technically the dorkiest one probably. But they're gonna but... stop publishing Fantastic Four really? for a while. Yeah. Oh man, when the movies were that bad, where they just yeah. like, <laughs> it's like, look, we keep trying with this crap. It's just not working. Nobody likes these people, <laughs> but that's kind of a shame. They're gonna kill him off. You think? Is it gonna? No, I think they're just gonna not have a Fantastic Four comic for a while. They've had it 
almost, yeah, I mean, there's been interruptions and yeah. stuff, but they've had it for pretty much consistently since the 60s. Huh. And um, they yeah. I just recently read a little blurb online about they've just decided, you know, we've, we're only publishing it publishing it because we feel like we should right. and until something comes along where we feel like we've got a good story to tell we're just done with it so huh. yeah yeah that's probably not a bad idea you know <laughs> i don't know if people are gonna miss that or not but huh did um did you have subscriptions that was a big thing for I us did. for just getting something cool in the mail i remember that being a huge part of like you got hulk and stuff that way or just be like sweet when you get the comic yeah in the mail. I, I had a subscription to the regular avengers to the west coast avengers and i think maybe to captain america uh, yeah so i was a i was a marvel kid yeah, i enjoyed marvel too. comics a lot hey, even batman shit i never really got into no nah, and and like subsequently like later on i got a lot more interested in dc comics yeah. i think just because um i didn't really know much about them so that was all new to me and like what really appealed to me most about comics when i started reading them is like you know at that point is the early to mid 80s yeah. and so you know most of these characters have been around for 15 20 30 years uh-huh. and like you could just tell like, they're really good in comics because it's a long form sort of story telling they're really good in comics about like you're reading along and it says blah 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 ultron and they're just mentioning a character and there'll be an asterisk and you look down at the bottom it's like circa issue yeah. 123 <laughs> and you're like oh, what there's like a whole yeah. other world I don't know anything about. What's going on? That is cool. I used to love that. Or yeah. Just like little references or something. And so like the thing I really loved about it was just, uh, it's apparent really quickly that there's like this entire sort of uh, imaginary world yeah. out there that you could sort of steep yourself in. And that, I really dug that. So <laughs> um, when I got older... Um, yeah, I got into DC comic book kind of for the same reason because I mean everybody knows who Batman is. Like yeah, people yeah. who've never read a comic book know who Batman yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I didn't know what like the backstory and the bad guys and the details and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. So I got into them a little later, but I would still say I'm more of a Marvel comics fan. Yeah, they were always just a little cooler. They're like, just like fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just like, like the costumes like, always just looked a little cooler, and they're just a little. Or Star Wars versus Star Trek or something. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> like a lot less of people called stuff like Matter Eater Lad. Yeah. Like, what? what are you doing? Uh, yeah, makes sense. <laughs> did you um, start making your own comics as a kid? Like when did that, like art-wise, uh, did I you start? Like mm, probably around, around the same time that I really got into comics, I started drawing comics and stuff. So like around... 12, 13 years old. Yeah. Yeah. I just got into like Did doing pin up stuff and you know, like, you know, my favorite characters and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. So you draw ones as opposed to just like launch into like creating any? Did you ever do um, any of I that? I think or? the first comic book character, one of the first comic book characters I ever made up in my own head was called Amoeba Man. Mm, yeah. Nice. <laughs> and he can like stretch and he's like gloopy and sloppy and yeah. weird and stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was one of the first characters I ever made up. And then just like weird stuff where, I mean, I came... Did they stay strictly just the pictures or did you actually try to put them into like, you know... Mostly just pictures, yeah. yeah. Like I've never been really been focused enough to, to Write really... storylines yeah, and shit. Yeah, like create <laughs> whole things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's always just been, kind of been a hobby, but I still do it. Yeah. I'm almost 42. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. I had a very short-lived where I tried to create my own... I had some funny ones. I remember uh, I created Ajax, and it was just like like in the movies when you look around for a name, you need a name. Yeah. And I guess there was some Ajax out on the counter or like, something. Yeah. But I had this total Indiana Jones ripoff I made. And he was just like a dude that like wore like a, a derby or something. You know? <laughs> yeah, like everything was just slightly tweaked, and his name was Ajax, and he ended up in some like temple where you had to eat snakes and snot <laughs> instead of instead of eyeballs it was snot you know and it was like he was ajax and his arms were a little too short <laughs> it's it basically indiana jones with a worse hat and short, short arms so, so my brothers basically saw that and made fun of me really bad and i don't, I don't think issue two ever came out it was just, <laughs> but uh and um i made musy was another one he was like a monkey man dude um, and he was kind of stemmed from 
uh, vocabulary quiz and, and museum. The word was on there and I couldn't remember how to spell museum. So I created <laughs> this character just to like get the first part of his name down. And it was Musy the monkey man. He was just like a Bill Murray monkey almost or something. And, and uh, his, his big joke that I kept trying to overuse was like, Snickers, why do they always say they satisfy me? I always want more. <laughs> I like reused that joke like 20 times in like one two-page comic or something. It's like, Snickers, they never satisfy me because I always want more. So, so was, I like that there was, there was like, yeah, they had hooks. Man. Yeah, I tried. Yeah. I, mean, <laughs> I, was trying to come I never up got like that a, far. That was the problem, though. I was trying to come up with a catchphrase before the actual character <laughs> or storyline. You know, it's like, but um, yeah, and then aside from that, I did like drawings. Even when I, I think it was the year I met Donald in sixth grade, I had like a notebook full of, um, it got more about like album cover art and like make it like, so I created this band and they're called the Disorted Bunnies. Like, I think it was supposed to be distorted bunnies, and I just <laughs> fucked the word up. And then, like, Owen, my, you know, my brother, some people like, fucking idiot, you misspelled distorted. I'm like, no, it's disordered. They're, they're all not sorted. <laughs> they're a bunch That's of bunnies. They're that are called. <laughs> they're just, like, a combo of, like, the Misfits and, like, John Bender from The Breakfast Club with, like, <laughs> swooping hair. And, like, and I'd come up with, like, dumbass album titles and just write, like, songs out and make it, like, kind of a comic. It was like a rock and roll comic, That's actually. All, so, it was so like maybe, music comics. Yeah, maybe I should have <laughs> pitched the idea to them. They would have... <laughs> So yeah, that was my short lived, but, but yeah, so you've done, uh, some, some cool, like your gross comic. I did. Yeah. T- tell the listeners about that real quick. Uh, I, I, I did a sort of, um, a coloring book, I guess you might say mm-hmm. of illustrations of just sort of a through Z, uh, gross pictures. Like, so, uh, a is for anal probe and, <laughs> and, uh, B is for buxom butcher. And, um, you can color in each picture and uh, then cut it. You cut it, it's just like a little cut along the dotted line in two spots. Mm. And then you can sort of mix and match things bodies so and legs and, and heads. heads. So you yeah. end up with like uh, an alien anal probe head <laughs> with like a, a, a queefing queen in the middle and uh you know like a big cat turd at the bottom <laughs> so awesome. i mean needless to say it's all classy yeah but it's it's amazing and, and the artwork's great it reminded me was it based on i had a book as a kid were you, was that popular? oh yeah like I had a, the, when yeah, i was a kid i had a book like aliens it was like a yes yeah we like, had it was man. like we had one that was like monsters and it was like a landscape right so mm-hmm. it was sort of longer than it was tall and you flip it open up you flip it up open <laughs> and you cut it and it'd be like this sneaky monster and you flip it over into another weird monster that matched up and is hiding under your bed uh. and you flip another and wants to eat your candy bar <laughs> and you're like what that's this awesome. is zany <laughs> yeah it's cool you don't see those anymore I don't know. that's because the internet yeah maybe the I internet. if you can find those somewhere so, someplace somebody's yeah, gotta somebody's make them they're got cool it. Could you, could anyone, do you have a, a box full of those comics that you made up? Actually, I made them, I, I made them all on a copier at the job I had at the uh, time uh, for free by yeah. just stealing paper and cop, making copies in the middle of the night because <laughs> it was a second shift job as opposed to doing the work I was hired to do. Uh, so I think there may only be one or two copies left. Uh, yeah. Hmm. Um, well, it'd be cool if there were more yeah but be... i felt bad when i had made like 50 <laughs> copies for free i was like maybe i should you stop have the prototype you could probably take it i somewhere. could take it to a copier place and have yeah. more made yeah i wonder if it's called something gross outs yeah. a to z flipping fun gross I'll, outs. I'll post a couple of pictures of those on the uh, Facebook page yes. for this if you're on, cool with that. Yes, on the online. Yeah, so people can get a little taste. People need to know. So yeah, I guess as far as your your art, then just some questions about your style and stuff. Did you kind of lean towards the cool, gross stuff like that right off the bat? Was that um, something? Just... I think like originally, what really interested me in art was uh, comics. Like I always liked to draw and stuff, but like uh-huh. when I really started to try to learn to draw or have any sort sort of a style. It was based very heavily on comics, specifically an artist named John Byrne, 
and another artist named John Busima or maybe huh. John Busema, um, and um, just you know very sort of classic sequential storytelling. Mm. Um, but like by nature, I'm more of like a draw one picture kind of a guy. Like I right. don't, just don't have the stick to itiveness or whatever. So. Um, uh, would never really draw like whole entire or rarely ever drew like whole comic book stories right. um, and I, then I think sort of that was just perverted by my own right. sort of innate I just like gross stuff uh, so, yeah. it was like, definitely a touch of like garbage pail kidness was that yes, influence yeah, absolutely yeah. yeah absolutely like I love garbage pail kids like I love stuff like you know like when I was a kid you could get stickers that like pre-Garbage Pail Kids, yeah. it would be like, you know, I can't even think of a good example. <laughs> um, head and Boulders shampoo, and there's like yeah. a picture of shampoo with I like I guess it's kind of like Mad Magazine yes, and stuff like exactly. that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, like that sort it's of like, like puns and kind weird. of inappropriate, kind right. of gross, but not like outrageous necessarily. Yeah. I like to push it a little further, but it's, you yeah. know, yeah, you nail it. It's it's pretty perfect. I like I uh, like gross stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like inappropriate gross. Humor. It always kind of remind me too of um a lot of the '80s skateboard deck designs uh, uh-huh. and stuff like the slasher ones and Rob Roskop, I think it was and stuff like that. That always just kind of had like that kind of like cool monster grossy yeah but still like kind of cartoony sort of stuff would be cool. So I wanted to talk about uh um schooling wise, do your uh. art. As far as, did you take a lot of art classes, or did you I, like, consider it for college and yep, such? Yeah. I, I, I went to uh, the Western Carolina University, ah. uh, home of the Catamounts. Mm. Um, yes, they were uh, stellar in all sports, and well-known throughout the world. Um, I went to WCU uh, in the art program. Right. I have a BFA in fine arts, and while I was there, I did all the coursework. Uh, for an art education degree as well, except for student teaching, because uh-huh. I realized just before student teaching I was going to be a really bad teacher. Because um, <laughs> we talked about the it. teaching side of it all, but somehow I'm sure I knew at some level, but I was like, yeah. I, I didn't realize it was for art though. Like, yeah. yeah, so I have I have a BFA in painting and drawing. I think I've always been awesome. more of a drawer than a painter, but yeah. you can't really just go and get a drawing degree. Right. Like they expect you to like kind of be more special. Like yeah. I think they feel like, well, everybody draws. Huh. Um, yep. The first That's college awesome. class I took, the first, like at Western at that time anyway, um, night classes would start like on Wednesday night mm-hmm. and before the Thursday when all classes started. So I had a night class um, and it was a studio class with Bob Godfrey, who I didn't know at the time was a department head. And it was a drawing class, a life model drawing class. And uh, I, yeah, started hmm. the very first class I ever in college was an art class, a drawing class. and um, With Bob Godfrey. With Bob Godfrey. Is he like a legend or something? Uh, around, around, <laughs> around around color he is, yeah. <laughs> it's like, I'm yeah, Bob yeah. Godfrey. I'm Bob. Ah. Um, yeah, he scared the shit out of us. Like the, like the whole first semester, the, the guys I was in class with, friends with, um, we were just like, God, I hate him. I just hate him. And I just hate him. And then at the, like, I can distinctly remember like sitting down at the Pizza Inn in the food court, having a, a really horrible pizza. And uh, at the la- after the last day of class, and we were all just like, oh, thank God it's over. God, Bob sucks. And then this kid named Sloan, he was like, you know, I kind of learned a lot, though. Yeah. And we were all like, yeah. Bob's all right. And Bob's all right. It was like a transformational <laughs> moment. We were like, yeah. It's like the drill sergeant at the yeah. end of like uh, officer and a gentleman. Yes, or, or like full metal jacket <laughs> yeah. without the blowing the brains <laughs> out. Yeah. The, killing him in the bathroom. But yeah, well, good for Bob, man. Good old Bob. So yes, I have an art degree. That's awesome. Because yeah. I've made a lot of money with it. Yeah. That's the, Kids that's go the way to, to get a BFA. <laughs> that's the way to yeah. go, man, for sure. <laughs> Awesome. Um, what about music-wise? I guess bringing it back towards the cure more. Um, I know roughly. Let's start out with the quick question: If you had to do a podcast all about music, what band would you choose? Uh, if what, I had to you... do a podcast all about music, I would not choose an individual band, but an individual, John? and it would oh. be Ian MacKay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Awesome. I yeah, he's a fascinating guy to me. Um, 
for those who don't know, Ian McKay started out uh, as a very young teenager in a in the sort of uh, DC punk scene uh, called the Teen Idols, um, and then moved on to a band called Minor Threat, uh, which I highly recommend. Not um, to be confused with Minor Treat. Yes, you don't want Minor Treat. <laughs> That's it. Is that actually a band? No, sorry. Okay, okay. It is, however, a porn movie. Yeah. Um, and then uh, later on, he did a few side things. He was in a, a, a little side project maybe called Buckethead or something like that, and one called Egg Hunt. Hmm. Egg Hunt is good. And then Fugazi, uh, and has recently put out a few albums with his... Full-on solo thing? Or? He's, he's, yeah. he's never done like a solo album. Yeah. He, he and I, I think that she is his wife. Anyway, they have a kid together. Right. Um, or in a, a band called The Evens. Oh, yeah. Heard of them. Yeah, and uh, he plays like a big baritone guitar, huh. uh, which I didn't know was a thing cool. until yeah. the Evens started playing music. And she plays the drums. Um, when did you get into them? Like what um, age? I did not grow up listening to a whole lot of music. So like... Probably as crazy as I got growing up would be like, you know, my aunts, uh, my younger, my mom's younger sisters, like uh, disco albums because they gave us all their old 45s uh-huh. and um, maybe Prince. Like I like Prince yeah. a lot, um, but I did not really start listening to music until I went to college. And so probably around like age 17, 18, yeah. I started listening to Minor Threat and then Fugazi so and going to see shows. So that's kind of you got. Yeah, yeah, like so. Yeah, so I mean, it's sort of like going to church, right? Like you're Lutheran because your parents are Lutheran, right? Or whatever. So you know, I started listening to Minor Threat and Fugazi because that's what the people I happen to be friends with are listening to. (laughs) I didn't grow up listening to a lot of music. I'm not musically inclined. I can't play anything, so it wasn't like I was into it because I was doing it, right? Um, Yeah. A lot of Herb Albert and the Tijuana Brass yeah, albums at home. Hit the right note. Yeah, yeah, I like those. Something I still like listening the, to those. Nice, relaxing. Uh, but yeah, if I was going to do a music podcast, it'd be like all sort of Ian yeah. McKay related. And if I was really lucky, he would talk to me. Yeah. But probably be surly about it. He'd yeah. be like pissed. Does he have a rep for being kind he's of a, a, He's a little cantankerous. Well, yeah. He like, like he's like the guy who's like, ah, you don't need to mosh this show. What the hell's wrong with you? yeah. Huh. Even in yeah. his older age, he hasn't chilled out more. You think? I think he's a little more chill. Yeah. Now he's got a kid, so yeah. Right and then, on. Yeah, I watched on uh, maybe on the YouTube's mm-hmm. to speak of the interwebs, the the modern kid stuff. Uh, he's doing like the evens, um, just do like shows, like little shows, wherever yeah. music store and stuff. And they're doing like a show at a bookstore, and you know it's just a duo. They play their song, and their son. Is right in the front there. Whose name is Carmine? Oh. Be a lot of kids named Carmine. Yeah. And uh, like it got real quiet after everybody clapped, and and you just hear little kid Carmine go, uh, "Dad, that that wasn't your best." <laughs> and he just says, "Yeah, I know, I know, son." <laughs> you don't have to say that <laughs> yeah. to everyone that isn't the best. <laughs> that's awesome. So that's probably yeah. humbling. That's pretty yeah. cool. That's good. <laughs> Still punk rock. His kids probably more punk rock at this point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's good, you know. Like he's still, he's still like so very sort of like socially aware. Like, yeah, you know, he's always pretty political. He's always got yeah, yeah. He's always got like kind of like a a, a a thought about how things ought to be, <laughs> right. and it's usually like you know just get your shit together and, and figure it out, yeah. you know, as opposed to you know just the government to the lowest common denominator because you can't get along, you know. Yeah. I think. As he's gotten older, it's become more that. I mean, he's 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 not a minor threat anymore. He's yeah. fifty. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, still still kicking it. Though. That's yeah. good. That's, yep. that's cool. When was the last time you saw him? Was it Fugazi or? Uh, I saw the Evens, uh, maybe in Greensboro, but it's been five or six years yeah. at least. Yeah, that's not too bad. Yeah, that's yeah, cool. So, uh, what as far as the cure? What do you do? You have any earliest memories of even um, first song? To or? be totally honest, like, I think like through high school at least, 
I was just like, what is with these dinguses? Yeah, I was going like, to ask you, the were they the people you beat up then, in like high school? Yeah, I mean, well, I was not cool enough to be beating anybody up, but I can just remember thinking, man, these guys are just wackadoo. What is going on with so these they dudes? pop up on the radar, at least, as like the drama but, kids? Or... Yeah, it's, it's like, of course, you know, you get a little older and you really start looking back at stuff and yeah, you realize, yeah. like, man, these are, this is what I should have been listening to at the time, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely have come to appreciate them much more, but it's not like I'm a deep cuts guy. Yeah, like, you know, yeah, I, I, I can't. I think I would probably appreciate that uh, if I listened to it now. But like nowadays, I listen to a lot of Sesame Street music. Yeah, so yeah. you know, I mean, I just <laughs> totally. there's not a whole lot of room for it. And when I do have time to just listen to music, it's like classical music for relaxation. Yeah. It's like, it's yeah. Just, don't want it I just, to be annoyed. It's funny just, how much that becomes a genre. Be, like, I just want it to be quiet just, in here. Yeah, totally. So, it's like, just don't bother me with it. Yeah. But, um, yeah. So. Hey there. You guys good? Cool. Hey, sweetie. Well, we're, we're about to wrap up, but we do have one game that oh. we'd like to play real okay. quick. Okay. Um, so I won't, I won't keep you too long. I know we're on time crunch here, but... um. I'm going to pause for the listener so you don't have to hear us go through the process so much. But what we're going to do is, since Craig knows uh, the hits and such, but the hits. but this is art topic more. So what I've done is I've pulled all the CD, uh, CD covers out. And we have, technically they have 13 albums. Um, what I've done though, there more. are 15 here. I've included one that's like a long EP, Japanese Whispers, that I feel like should be included. And then the first album was released different between the U.S. and U.K. So both of them had different covers. So there's two debut albums in here. So total Man, of 15. Not everybody gets two debut no, albums. No, you can tell it's a special band there. So. <laughs> but I thought it would be cool because you don't have the connection so much other than like self-titled ones or something. You know, like I feel like a lot of times as far as album art, you know, a lot of times even if somebody said... Well, what is your favorite? Do you have a favorite album cover of art of any band? Like, just as far as oh, album man. cover? Like, well, I mean, you know, I do have a, a Minor Threat band cover tattooed on my forearm. Ah, so that, um, of a kicking sheep. Yeah. Uh, so that spoke to me at some point in time. Right on. Um, yeah. So yeah. It's like a real but a lot of it's probably associated with the music, right? Yes, so, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So it's... So like, I thought that'd be cool to see what you thought were the best one to fifteen if you ranked them just based on the hour cover. That's interesting. So yeah. That's... So here we go. Uh, listeners, go listen to some Cure. We're gonna sort some album covers, and we'll be back to wrap this shindig up. <laughs> you enjoyed your break listeners and um craig has sorted them from one to 15 best that, to this worst is the sound of sorted yes yes a, a lot of a lot of time and energy went into this yes, we've been I, here for six days a lot of deliberation <laughs> i need to shave <laughs> this is about as long as most, some clean uh, underwear murder trials go <laughs> um the cure is this your number one this or your is number number, 15? number number one Okay, wow. Four, 413 Dream. Wow, the most recent album. Oh, is it really? Yeah. It's this, uh, maybe because it's the most modern. Maybe so. Yeah. Uh, it, it reminds me of an artist named Basquiat. Yeah. A little, uh, just a little bit. Um, yeah. I just, cool. Is this really the most yeah, recent Yeah, I love that one too. It's a, and it's cool because it's the first... There's a member of the Cure, the guitar guitarist, um, who does a lot of the artwork. He's got an art company called Parched Art and... Uh, oh. Um, when he's in the band, basically he does the album cover arts, but then he leaves for a few years and comes back. Like and this was the first one where he came back, and it was like, sweet, he's back. The album's gonna be really cool looking. So, so yeah, yeah. Awesome. And and you know, you open it up, and it just it sort of follows. You know, it flows. It's, yeah. It works. Um, All the singles are really cool for that one too. They're kind uh, of the same vein, but yeah, cool. So that's there what. You go. And then the Cure. Self titled. The second yes. most recent album. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. Well, there you go. It's a pattern. That's it's awesome. it's sort of stylistically similar. It's uh, uh, maybe a little more like a kid drew it. Yeah, it actually is. It's a like compiled from drawings his nephews and nieces did. Ah. And then you know, I think they like photoshopped them all together to make like a cohesive cover. It's and definitely stuff. yeah. It's awesome. I like the sort of notebook papery. 
Yeah. You know, kids drawing quality of it. Awesome. And then Disintegration. Oh, the hit album. The, the Modest Hit. The Modest Hit. It's a, it's a modest hit. <laughs> it's a modest hit. Um, yeah, I just think it's it's a very cool sort of yeah. layered image. And uh, I was just saying during the break that uh, I, I have a particular fondness in my heart for Disintegration thanks to the shout-out it received in the movie Ant-Man. Yeah. Starring Paul Rudd. Um so, yeah, Your favorite comic, right? Is it my favorite still, comic. Well, yeah, yeah. Maybe. Actually, yeah. Official. My official number uh-huh. one favorite. Um, <laughs> so coming in our wait, wait, four. Yes, that or was just a, next. I guess. Don't really yes, coming four. <laughs> the head on the door. Yeah. Yes, that's also it is it is cool in a similar way to disintegration. Exactly. I have always uh, until you know I'm not really given a lot of conscious thought. I think mm-hmm. I've always felt like this is a picture of a bird in hands. Ah. I don't know if it is a picture of yeah, bird in hands, yeah. but that's what it looks good. like to me. It does look like that. Huh. Um, oh. Then I have pornography. Yeah. That's from, yeah, 92 or 82 or so. 82. Yeah, I, so that's I, an older one there, but yeah, I that's dig a it. cool. I like this sort of like. blurry image again. Yes, the outreaching hand there and sort of distorted faces very they're cool. good at like uh blurry images That's yeah kind of yeah they're story. like you know look we're not that good looking <laughs> let's put some some blur, <laughs> some blur in, there. in there then i have the cure wish mm-hmm. it is very very 90s this could easily be say um uh what the pocket full of kryptonite who are they uh, Oh, shit. Who are they? Spin Doctors. <laughs> oh, Could yeah, yeah. easily be like a Lenny Kravitz or Spin Doctors yeah, yeah, yeah. album from the 90s. Huh. Um, yeah. But something about it. I always love that one. And it, and it does, when you said that, it does have a 90s feel to it. Now that I look at it. But, but yeah, that was kind of. I just, I, you know, I kind of enjoy it. My it's initial nice. favorite. It's a good font, too. It is a good font. I think Little that's sort slugs. of a classic Cure font. Yeah. 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 <laughs> then I have The Cure. Um, Three Magic Boys. Yes. Which was one of the, the two versions of the debut that I was talking about. I, I so like that's... this like weird safe refrigerator yeah. lamp and <laughs> vacuum cleaner. It's just like a nice sort of Super assortment simple. of like a nice trifecta. And uh, I like the pink color. Like the, the pink background is good. I feel like it's like somehow like a commentary on sort of middle class yeah. life. You know, like... And I, I feel like I'm not smart enough to get it, <laughs> right. but I feel like it's there. And I feel like he hated the cover. He wasn't big on it. Really? But I think it, yeah, and it, sound, it sums up the, the band was a three-piece at the time. There was like one tall dude. Oh, well, there you so go. it really does kind of capture the whole sound was like super simple in the first album and stuff. Like, you know, not as layered as they became and stuff, but more post-punky and I stuff. I feel like it works. It's weird. Yeah. It's yeah. weird. It was not like that. Yeah. Oh, Wild Mood Swings yeah, is next. Going in next. I, I like this weird uh, sort of... Kind of broken toys, I think was the yeah. theme more. The cover doesn't really convey it. Toy but. Man. He's got like uh, sort of printed dots on his face. So it sort of looks like a Band-Aid. <laughs> if you open up... That's the sound of paper right. opening up. You have maybe a negative version of the same toy. Mm-hmm. Um, in, in the negative version, he kind of looks like a pharaoh. Uh, the broken toy wearing, pharaoh. Yeah, wearing the double crown of uh, Upper and Lower Egypt. Ooh. So uh, that's probably not... A lot of statements. Go- <laughs> yeah, it's probably not by mistake. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm not going to fold it back together correctly. It's, uh, oh, maybe. No, fucked it up. Oh, well. Sorry. sorry. So, and sorry about saying the word fuck. That's all right. Uh, then blood flowers. Mm-hmm. I find them to be sort of intimidating and creepy. Yeah. In this picture, I like it. It's kind of serial killery. Going for the. So, the... are you uh, positive on all these so far, or do you think any of these are just done? Right I have horrible? not seen one where I was just like, "Oh, so this, this is sucks. Is this is horrible crap." <laughs> That's good. No, none of that. No. Huh. Um, the '90s one, I kind of, the, which is to say, wish, wish. Yeah. I like. I kind of dislike, but Maybe. I, I like the way I dislike it. Yeah. So. Uh, whatever that it's means barely hanging in there but still I'm, I'm like you know what i find that to be dated <laughs> in 90s yet somehow awesome. i like it um so we're ooh, at blood flowers right the back of blood flowers is, that should have been the front yeah does anybody one. else do that because i back when you still bought cds uh-huh. um i uh, more than once would be like oh man that back picture is way better yeah, and just yeah. flip around the book and put it in backwards so you can see that at the I front i definitely had a few of those yeah i don't know like 
It sort of looks like weird ghosty to me. I like that. Yeah, it's almost kind of the point where they they didn't really put Robert on the cover of many of them. Like I remember that was a big deal when Disintegration came out, but even that's why he's kind of like blurry. And yeah, it's weird because he's so photogenic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> whose whose lips are these? On uh, I believe they're his, but I don't know. Kiss me, kiss yeah. me, kiss me. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a lips. that's a cool that's a cool album. I'm wearing it's, the shirt of that actually. You it's actually so are. Yeah, this is a, for my special occasion, 1987. It's very cool that it ends with this eye and mm-hmm. it sort of bleeds into this sort of bloody pinkish red <laughs> down here, like it's like a. a he got a pink soft, eye on purpose yes. just to get that. <laughs> he actually he actually let uh, somebody fart in his eye, <laughs> just to... and he got pink eye. <laughs> I just like this sort of dedication there. the bleedy sort of watercolory quality yeah. of that photo, and it juxtaposes cool. pretty nice. Like you know, you flip from the front to the eye, front to the eye. That yeah. works. That's very good. Um, and then how, we're getting how to many the ones. There are. Oh, so you have a, a negative. Stack. Yes, yeah, there are five there are left. All right, let's hear. Um, so you separated those. It's kind of the yes. Ones these are the ones I'm just like, what? <laughs> Why did you bother? Okay, the cure faith. Yeah. This looks like a bad pencil drawing yeah. of a fingernail <laughs> so maybe maybe i'm just not cool seventh grade hand yeah. like the smearing technique that you use <laughs> you're like oh i'm gonna blend it in yeah yeah, yeah. so like i i feel like i want to like it but i don't yeah it's a uh, it's where the blurry didn't quite work like on the other yeah. like pornography and stuff it doesn't i think if it had like subsequent images to maybe back up that image yeah. or, or educate your and sort it of does like, oh, strangely okay. fit the album is very gray that's like one of their most gloomy albums for sure where the whole thing just kind of has a hour. wash and yeah everybody knows like, that song uh, yeah, yeah, that's, that's song. A, it's kind of song you name a podcast after <laughs> right <laughs> right all right moving on moving on <laughs> um that's the sound of paper um 17 seconds uh, another blurry one another blurry one i you know like just sort of aesthetically it's okay yeah. but there's like it's another one where it's just like a, a, a bifold kind of nothing and there's an image on the back I think it might be on the reissue of it's like three of them almost more like the pornography one where it's the same uh, kind of smear I thought that was like a way like, I, I guess just, it's just, yeah maybe it's that thing. I like I kind of yeah. I kind of enjoy it from the standpoint it almost just looks like somebody like opening up the shutter on a camera and moving it yeah, for like 17 seconds. It's a little weak. It's like quote unquote art class 101 yeah. kind of. <laughs> and I want to like it because the album title reminds me of the band Seven Seconds, which ah, I like yeah. a lot. But not it's enough. not doing a lot for me. It's not doing a lot for me. <laughs> Coming in at number 14. Yes. <laughs> number 14. Um, now we've got Boys Don't Cry, which I want to like yeah. because... I don't. I'm not a deep cuts guy, mm-hmm. which means I know boys don't cry, yeah. and I really enjoy the song. <laughs> but this sort of like pyramid, yeah. palm tree thing. It's very sort of like uh, Robert. Who's the? Oh man, separate irresistible. Yeah, something yeah. about it makes it like very Robert Palmer. Yeah, it's pretty dated looking. Yeah, like this it, is the other first one. That's the the. American version of the oh really with the three yeah See, they, oh, they yeah. kind of went with the three again with the palm trees and stuff but but yeah like they tacked a few more singles onto it and released that in the U S as their debut like you, it's not really hateable but you like you look yeah. at it and you're just like that does not hold up over time right like, and and then we're moving on to <laughs> is this the last one or? no I have two more okay two more, two more. uh this is. Japanese Whispers. Yes, I can't read it. This is the it's one that's technically not, yeah, <laughs> technically not an album. This is like a long EP of singles and stuff. But yeah, and I just, I just the little babies, you know, you know, it's got some babies <laughs> on it. Yeah, <laughs> little cherubs, just like a bunch of the same baby over and over again. Same. Maybe if it didn't have that part on, I just had this sort yeah, of like uh, you know, view of Mount Fuji type, <laughs> uh, perhaps landscape. Cheap. Sort of thing with teeth, picket fence going on. I like the bottom of it, but just this repeated. <laughs> I don't dig that. And lastly, I have. And the, the children have joined us for the hey! finale. Hey, Hi, guys. We're about to do the last least here? favorite album title. Do you want to say hi? I want to do one. Okay. Oh, Craig just say saying. Hi. I want to do one. I want one. Which one, what? I want one in my hair. Oh, here. Here Hi. Hi. Here. Hi. I got Here we go. 
<laughs> okay. Okay, we're talking about the cure, guys. Uh, okay. Yeah. What can you and, say about uh, the cure? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get your opinions on this last album cover. This last album cover is The Cure, The Top. Ah. I feel like it is sort of faux, faux Chinatown, faux Chinatown, faux Chinatown. Um, it just, it's a little slapdash. Yeah. It's like, uh, hey, we might be Buddhist. We have like okay. a week before it's okay. Yeah. 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 It's a little worldly, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Which is strange because there's a lot of world music influence on that one. Do you yes. like that album cover? What do you think, Kenson? What do you think of this album picture? I think it's oh, here you go. What do you think? I think it's Yeah, James, what do you think? It's the cure. It's the cure. Okay. Bye bye. Oh, Anna James getting down. Oh, oh, she's caught. She's caught. Uh oh. Alright, well I guess we'll wrap up with that there. That is that. The verdict uh, is in the top, the least favorite okay, album done. cover by our uh, certified artist. Yeah. I'm going to say it's Chintzy. It's Chintzy. <laughs> Chintzy. Right on. Okay, hi Chintzy. Okay. Awesome. Well, it's, it's gotten out it's, of hand. It's gotten out of hand. It gets crazy. But um, yeah, well, thanks so much, man. Well, thank you Appreciate for having it. Me. And uh, uh, I'm sorry if I didn't have anything interesting to say. Ah, uh, you nailed it. That was great, man. Opinions. Thank you so much. And uh, I like the the album cover game. That was definitely I couldn't have predicted that. That was oh, some, really some good stuff well, in there. Well, good. But, uh, yeah. Well, thanks, man. And uh, I'll let you get going since we're short on time. But uh, hopefully we can do another one sometime. Yes. You'd be up for it. I would. All right. And I maybe I will might. The interior light of my car is on. Uh-oh. I can see it through the window. Um, so I've <laughs> got to go. Let's wrap, for the road. Let's just wrap this up. Let's yes. <laughs> and, and goodbye. All right. Talk hard. <laughs>